What you are about to hear is a comedy program. It is not meant to be taken seriously. If you do, we still love you. But you are a moron. Enjoy. David Steves. Uh, but the person oh, who really sure. got me into comedy was uh, Boy George in Culture Club. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's because they had that song in the 80s. It went, it went a little something like this. It was, come, 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 become a comedian. Yes. Ah, there yes. You go. <laughs> I've only used that twice on stage, but it's worked both times. <laughs> and then somebody came up to me and was like, like I'll it. pay you $5 if you never say that on stage again. I was like, okay. <laughs> Joke's on him. That asshole hasn't been to an open mic since. So. Uh, well, that's all right. I'll, I, you know what, David? I'll, I'll give you 10. John Batch. I, I like that uh, where you draw the line. I think you're like, Damn it, they're not paying their performers. <laughs> right, I'm out listen, of here. <laughs> I, you know, if, if, if a girl wants to do any sort of, of nasty, awful shit, have you know, bucket loads of, of cum dumped on her face, wants to, you know, eat ass, do whatever she wants to do, that's fine, and, and God bless her. But I'm going to pay her and make sure she gets paid uh, well for that as much <laughs> as I can. This is Good versus Evil. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Good versus Evil, a comedic podcast about the end of times. As always, I'm the good side of things, David Steves. And I am the evil side, John Batch. Uh, David, once again, as always, good to see you, my friend. Good to uh, hear your voice. It's good to see you as well. You look very dressed up tonight. You look like you're going out. I wish I was. No, I just <laughs> threw something on. I figured I wouldn't be naked this time, you know? <laughs> We know you weren't naked last time you posted it on our, uh, <laughs> our preview show, but you look Man, very call me out. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing my dad bod uh, Superman t-shirt, and you're wearing like a nice button-up. Look at you, all professional. I like it. Right. I mean, I got to dress up now, you know, now that I have nowhere to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about unemployment now? That's going? Yeah. So let's, I mean, I, dude, we have, I have had a very eventful week. We can talk about any of it and all of it or none of it if you want, but, uh, you know, um, First, we had the, uh, you know, uh, my first mic, open mic back and at, uh, at uh, um, uh, JB's, which was, was fun. Um, and on, on Monday, I quit my job, my day job. And wow. then I also had my birthday this last week. And for my birthday, uh, Demetria let me have, uh, let us make a, a sex tape. So uh, all in all, a very, no a very eventful week for me. Yeah. It was so. No wonder uh, so, why you're getting so cut. I tell you, JB's. <laughs> I was like, this dude's in the best shape of his life. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's uh, it's been an eventful week. So, um, no, I mean, to be fair, when I say uh, she let us make a sex tape, I mean we we recorded it on on her phone. She she wouldn't let me record it on my phone because she knows she's not <laughs> stupid enough. She knows I'm I'm dumb enough. I'll accidentally press the wrong button and we'll be on Facebook Live all of a sudden or you know something like that. You know. Um, I, I, I did kind of catch you with that though. Hey babe. Uh, oh shit. Guess what we did. And she wasn't, she didn't find that funny. Uh, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> hey babe, do you mean to post that to family chat? <laughs> <laughs> She's still, I mean, I've, I've seen the video now. It's a good video. She won't let me, she still hasn't sent it to me, which is probably the smart move, but, um, but no, you it's, think? It's, yeah. <laughs> 
It's good video, dude. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Like, I've always been, uh, you know, impressed with the the size of my penis. But um, I, I gotta be honest. On video, it looks even bigger. It does. I don't know if the camera adds uh, adds a couple inches or what. But uh, <laughs> it adds ten pounds. Right. Adds two inches. <laughs> right. I'll take that so, trade off. <laughs> I, it's not too bad, man. I, I I look good. She looked good as well. Don't get don't go wrong. Was, she was she was beautiful as always. Uh, but but I I looked especially good in that. I was I was very happy with that. So. Yeah, so if unemployment doesn't come through, you can always just sell that sex tape. Right. (laughs) Make hundreds of dollars. Right. As soon as she lets me have access to it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, awesome. But yeah, dude, I I uh, I quit my job uh, last last Monday yesterday. uh, Then it was the the greatest feeling I've ever had, man. And I I still do. Like I you know I I do gig work and things like that. Help pay help pay the bills. But um, I am. My schedule has freed up now. At this point, it's going to allow me to to focus more exclusively on on comedy. Uh, so I'm I'm very excited about that. Uh, my boss was pissed when I told him I quit. Yeah, uh, I could see that. <laughs> so, uh, he was not happy, but I got to be honest, it was it was a great feeling because my my boss was an asshole. And it, look, I'm, you know, I don't want to call out the company name or anything, but uh, but it was a terrible company to work for, and uh, I'm very glad I quit. Uh, Good. So. And you get to chase your dream. Like, how often does this get to happen, right? So you get to chase your dream. You get to focus in on your your comedy craft, and you know you're gonna have a lot more opportunities arise that you're able to take advantage of. And I think that's a huge opportunity. Exactly. Um, And so, you know, of course, it'll be just my luck that as soon as I quit my actual day job, I'll say something in comedy that'll get me canceled here. So we'll see how the episode goes. Uh (laughs) I mean, I've seen your sets a bunch of times. And if you haven't gotten canceled yet, that's I I, I should be okay. Uh, That's that's fair. (laughs) How about your week, my friend? How was uh, how was your week? Oh, it's crazy busy. Uh, so the girls are up north to their grandparents. Their grandparents mm-hmm. took them out on a nice uh, vacation up north. You know, they rented a condo and still socially distancing, but, you know, sure. fishing and hiking and doing all the great things that we're allowed to do, which is nice. Right. Um, but this is a short week. So as you know, I'm a personal entrepreneur. I have my own right. leadership consulting service, um, right. which is very successful because the company I used to work for uh, buys that service, which is great. Yeah, it's um, fantastic, man. It is, but this week's a short week because 4th of July, oh, uh, they, yeah. they're celebrating it on July 3rd. So now that I don't have the girls, I did like 11 hours yesterday, 11 hours today. I'll do 11 hours tomorrow. Like you, you have to work Shit, to get son. those. Yeah. Well, it's all billable hours. <laughs> right, you gotta, right. You got to put in the work to get the money. So um, not- and the, my boss is pretty cool, but you know, I, I, on the weeks where we have a day off, they don't pay for that day off. So I have right. to make up those hours, which I'm totally okay with, but it's just it's the grind, man. It's the grind life, right. but, uh, it's, feels, it's good. Feels good. Doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It yeah. does. It's busy, but you're helping people, you know, right. you're, you're, you're a constant resource for supervisors and for employees. And there I support about 525 employees. So it's good. Oh, nice. That's awesome. man. yeah, that's, yeah. that's the same way I feel about my comedy careers. It's all about helping people. Uh, obviously, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. helping people realize their inner evil, <laughs> right. you know, getting, getting that inner sex predator out, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. Did I just, now I just got canceled. Okay. Now we just got canceled. <laughs> no. Welcome to good um, versus evil with John badge and Jeff Ross. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. <laughs> Don is now the good side of things. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, I got to be honest. So that is one of my, my favorite things is, you know, like I'll, I'll say something off color. And usually if it's not too off color, you'll laugh at it. It's, you know, it's haha. It's a joke. And then every once in a while, I'll take it just an edge too far. <laughs> and then I see that look on your face of, oh, my God, I can't believe you just <laughs> you know, My empire. eyes get real wide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's entertaining to me. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a good time. It's all jokes, obviously. So, so I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, uh, let's, let's get right into it before we get into it though, my friend, um, what are you drinking this week? I am drinking Silver Harbor Brewing Company's Hops, Sweat and Tears. And they're located out of St. Joe, Michigan, which is a nice little lake town there right off of Lake Michigan. And it's, it's a lighter beer. It's a hoppier beer. It's a beer you could have in your cooler. Um, they come in tall boys, which I thought was pretty exciting. Only about 6.8% uh, alcohol content, but it's it's what I expected. It's pretty good. Not as hoppy, but it's a good summer beer. Oh, nice. How about you, my friend? Uh, so I'm drinking. I don't know if we've – I know I haven't, but I, I you may have uh, gotten something from Ellison Brewing Company before. Um, but uh, that's who I have this week from uh, East Lansing, um, who oh. our, our guest next week is uh, – you know does a, a comedy show there, so we're going to – get a chance to talk to her about that uh, by the way we have a great uh, guest coming up this week uh who i i don't know that well uh but I really know, but david I, I know you do and and i'm very you know i anytime i've, I've seen him he's been uh you know very funny and very friendly as well but anyway uh this week uh i'm drinking from the ellison brewery the uh their tiramisu stout is what it's called and it's Ooh. um i don't really taste the the tiramisu but if we're being honest i also don't really know what tiramisu tastes like so um <laughs> but it, it is a very good uh stout it's uh i want to say about an eight percenter um let me double check on that uh yeah about eight percent uh okay they, so a little they, lighter than what you're used to a lot of what i'm used to but they come in uh, pint sizes so they come in uh, packs of four um and it again very very good uh not not you know anything like what I had last week, which was honestly just not not that good. But uh, this is this okay. week is is very <laughs> very good um, and very delicious. It's it's a good strong stout, and I, I would definitely recommend it. That's awesome, and recommend Ellison Brewing Company because they do have a great comedy show there. It is a veteran-owned facility, which I didn't realize until I was doing my comedy show there, and I have a couple of uh, jokes about being in the military. And at the end of it, I was going up to settle up my bill. And the wait staff had overheard the jokes, and they were like, "Hey, yeah. you get a ten percent discount." I was like, "Wow, thank you so much!" Fuck yeah! So, re really good people, really great room. Ashley Stoneman and Nicole Melnick, uh, yes, who, fantastic run, duo run, run, that runs run. that room over there. Definitely give them a shout. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that that's what we're drinking this week again, David. Uh, I am very excited this week, not only for our our guest that's going to come up on the bonus episode uh, on Saturday. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be fantastic. Um, but uh, I'm excited to do, to discuss. I uh, see I'm slurring my words already. <laughs> you literally had a sip. <laughs> this is unemployed John. <laughs> but doing nothing with day drinking today. Um, so, uh, to discuss uh, current events with you, sir. Um, I think I let off last week. Uh, did you want to start this week? I would love to start this week because this person is yeah. one of my favorite people of all time. All so right. uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, who is who's well known in the comedy world, uh, he was the future in that uh, Borat movie. Um, he crashed right. a far right wing event and created chaos. Like he made up like songs about white supremacy and all this other stuff. Right. Hilarious, by the way. He's great <laughs> in character. If you didn't know, he also did the Ali G show on HBO, which is also kind of a stem from that. Right. Um, 
So what? So other? So I have the answer to this for myself. But what other comics would you like to see take a political stance? Right. This is kind of a funny way to take a political stance. Some have taken sure. a more serious approach. Who do you so, want to see next? So uh, first of all, I I don't know that he was necessarily taking a, a political stance. I mean, he was making fun of the, those extreme right wingers, but that's also kind of what he does, right? He he has has done these kind of pranks and and called people out in, in his pranks on both the left and the right and people who okay. are are you know not political at all so to me that's kind of just more his thing is is he uses these uh prank characters to call people out on their bullshit no matter where they stand and i i just i love that it's um, very nice yes <laughs> Borat, yes very right, nice right. that's good david i'm glad i'm glad we're we're bringing those uh you know relevant cultural references back uh yes. <laughs> i'm just Hard-hitting, hard-hitting facts here, ladies and gentlemen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a comedy podcast, John. Jeez. It's, I know. That's no, it's all the world's problems. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it was great. Uh, great impression, though. It was. Um, no. I. So, in, in, in terms of of uh, comics taking a political stance, I, I got to be honest. I, I I am I am not a fan necessarily, unless it's done in a in a funny way, mm-hmm. right? Um, so. There, there are certain people who do political comedy and do it well. I mean, you, you look at your, your John Stewart's, your George Carlin's, who wasn't even really a political comedian as much as he was uh, a social commentator uh, through his comedy. Um, you know, you, you look at um, uh, I can't, I can't even, I can't even think of the guy's name right now. But the, um, well, uh, he, he worked with with Red Fox a lot back in the day. But Red Fox, obviously, very funny as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, absolutely. Je- I can't remember the guy's name, uh, but I'll, I'll look it up. But um, again, th- those types of, of social commentators are, are entertaining. Um, but I think in terms of straight politics, uh, I don't think it, you know, it, it has much room in comedy. Uh, huh. You know, I, again, I, th- I think the, the focus in comedy anyway should always be on what's funny. Uh, for yeah. for me now, that that being said, I mean I, I post some political ish things on on my own personal page. I don't I don't do I it have on, seen that. Yeah. I, I don't do it on on my uh, my fan pages and my my uh, you know um, public quote unquote you know social media accounts, uh, but I, I do it on on my my own personal page. And and a lot of what I post there isn't even so much a political as much as it is just you know trying to, to take a, a stand as much as I can for, for things that are, are truly important. Because I think um, in terms of pure politics, I, I don't really care what your politics are. If you're funny, mm-hmm. you're, if you're funny, you're funny. You, you know, yeah. um, when it comes to things that are, are um, true moral social issues, things like the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, mm-hmm. you know, LGBTQIA uh, rights, um, things, things of that nature. Those I don't consider political uh, topics because I think those are more just moral stances that one should, one should take regardless of, of your political leanings. Um, so, but, but when it comes to pure politics, again, I, unless it's funny, don't, don't fucking say anything. You know, I, I think people, uh, you see this especially with um, people who consider themselves to be. Uh, conservative comedians, right? Is, mm. that, is, is that they they put the conservative first and the comedian second? 
Mm. Uh, you know, and, and I, like Bill Maher kind of. Well, Bill Maher's more he's he's more liberal, liberal, uh, libertarian in, in in that sense. But uh, but again, he's a good example of someone who. That's about as far right as most comics get. <laughs> right. Well, but I, I'm talking about like I don't know if you saw like uh, I guess more like um your Dennis um Dennis Millers and and things of of that mm. nature, uh who are who again kind of, you know, but but Bill Maher is another example of someone who's who's uh, I think more on the left who. Um, I do think he's very funny and makes some some good points, but oftentimes he he puts the you know the I'm going to get the political point in there first, mm-hmm. uh, rather than trying to to make something that's truly original and and funny. So, um, you see that a lot on the right and some on the left as well. Where again they're 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 just they're uh, so. I guess my point is, as long as <laughs> As I go on this fucking rant, I'm I'm hooking up again here, David. Uh, you are hooking up, man. Right. Politics gets you going. I it does, it. man. But well, but again, as <laughs> as long as it's funny, I don't give a shit what you're what you're saying. You, you know what I mean? But as long as it's funny, I don't care what your political yeah. stance is or your anything. Just be funny. That's that's your job as as a comic. And there are certainly there is certainly a, an argument to me be made that when you have like again your george carlins and uh uh gregory dick i, I think was the that okay i'm sorry yeah. dick, dick gregory i'm sorry dick gregory that's the guy i, I was uh, thinking of um was uh you know again someone who's who's very funny but also very um but use his platform in, in a way that truly drove social change and political change and I, th- I think that's that can be done and that can be important um but uh, unless you're at that level, focus on being funny first. I, I think there should be a comedian at every press conference at the White House. I think Anthony Jeselnik <laughs> needs right. to roast some of those people that get up there and talk. I don't know. Like, I, I love comedy and politics. I think there's a lot to be gained from it. Uh, my recent more favorite person is Jordan Klepper uh, right. from the from the tonight show you know shout out to kalamazoo college graduate right there and right i think he's hilarious on the tonight show and i think it's definitely got its place i think it gives it i think it gives very serious conversations good light upbeat like i love what sasha cohen baron does i i think it's hilarious that he gets out there and he exposes some folks and bring and sheds some light to it i like that that's awesome yeah no again i think there's there's a place for it but but again, it's somebody like a Sasha Baron Cohen or a Jordan Klepper or or any any of these other um, social social commentator type comedians. Why why are they why does it work for them? Because they put the funny first, Correct. you know. So I don't know. Um, that so yeah, I, I don't know if we may just have to agree to disagree on that a little bit. But I, I <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I respect your point of view and I do not hold it against you. Uh, <laughs> well, like Dave Chappelle said in his special, he's like, none of this is funny, <laughs> you know. Right, they right. were expecting like a stand-up, and it was a social commentary. It was very good, right? But right. you know, he didn't want it to be funny, and it shouldn't right. be those types of topics. So sure. I'm glad he was able to speak from the heart, and and you know, and some parts of it were funny. Yeah, no, absolutely, no, I I, I agree. So I, I think again, there's you know, we may have to agree to disagree on that. Again, I, I appreciated Dave's uh, Dave Chappelle's new, um, I wouldn't call it a special, but his his new uh video that he released it was it was Absolutely. very it was it was funny and in some points very poignant and very very powerful overall i was it was very happy with it but um yeah. you know I, happy is the wrong word but it was it was it was a good it was a good thing that he did it was uh, i was needed to be very, said needed to be said 
Um, but again, I think there's there's a time and a, and a place for it, and, and uh, someone at his level can do it. Uh, people at, at our level should uh, stay the fuck off of these Facebook rants. <laughs> that dude, I'll yeah. tell you what. That that's what what gets me more than anything. Like again, I I, I get it. You're you you know you you're an open mic comic, and so you think your voice should be heard about everything. Uh, but quit making these fucking Facebook rants. You know, nobody, nobody cares. You're, just, you're, you're preaching to the choir. You're shouting into the void. Fucking stop. Again, unless you can make it funny, just stop. Again, unless you're, you're at that point where you're starting to become uh, more well-known or if you've had some success, I mean, and, and you know how to frame the argument in the right way that makes it, understandable interesting and, and and funny hopefully mm -hmm. then just fucking stop that that uh, again i'll i'll get off my soapbox i'm gonna start hulking up again but uh See, I, don't think they, I, I don't think they should stop i mean if that's something that's important to them if i don't want to read it i'll just scroll past but that's, that's you fair. know i it's their facebook right let, let them that that's that's their venue that's their voice let your voice be heard i'm not reading i'm just scrolling that is <laughs> well. Let's let's get off uh, politics here for for a minute, David. Um, I, I, uh, this is something that is is still bothers me a little bit, although it's not political. Um, but people are doing all sorts of remakes right now. Right now, uh, the latest one that they're doing is uh, they're remaking The Princess Bride, one of the greatest movies uh, that has ever been made. Um, which, by That's the way, okay. Shut the fuck up! I will end this right now. I will end this podcast <laughs> right now. We're done. <sighs> No, but he, well, first of all, I mean, shout out to to Rob Reiner who directed that, and obviously his his father Carl just uh, passed away today, and that was, Aww, you know, that's rest in peace to him. He was a fantastic, uh, very funny man. Uh, but anyway, um, again, there, this one this one particularly got to me because I, I I grew up on that movie, The Princess Bride, and I, I've always loved it. Um, so I guess my question is, David, uh, with all these remakes, um, first of all, uh, why does Hollywood do so many drugs to make that this type of thing think, seem like it'd be a good idea. And then also, what's next? What what remake is coming next? Do you think? Man, why did they do so much? Because they can. Right. That's the big piece of it. Because um, they're able to, and they have the means, and That's it's fair. Hollywood. They don't care about anything. <laughs> they don't care about the mistreatment of anything that happens with the people that make them famous. It's it's a cesspool, man. It's Hollywood. <laughs> Sure. Um, if you don't think that exists, check out uh, Entourage. I know that's loosely based, but right. I, I, that's how I feel Hollywood is. And if somebody from Hollywood would like to take John and I out there and prove us otherwise, we are down for the field. <laughs> right. <Exactly. laughs> so what, what do you what do you think's next, David? I mean, what what remakes are coming, man? So since you think that's iconic, um, and it, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I like The Princess Bride. I, I think it's fair. Um, John is flipping me the bird right now. Uh, it, so I think the next one that should be redone, I don't know, maybe like fried green tomatoes or something along those lines. Like, you know, if they're going to redo the classics, like get some, get some, like, I, I feel like when they redid Ghostbusters, I, I felt that was a bust. Um, sure. I don't think they remake enough dramas to, okay. to be completely honest with, with like a new 20 year different twist on it. So something like, um, oh, what was the one with Bette Midler and the um, Beaches? Yep, beaches. beaches. Yep, yep. I had to watch that movie every day in summer because my family had a dumb rule 
where if you were the oldest person in the house, you had control of the TV. And it was just me oh, and my sister. No. And she beat me by two years. And I watched that stupid, good movie <laughs> every day in like the summer of 94. And I get teared up. And they have a USO show. And it's like oh, so no. powerful. Yeah. But I, I think I think I would like to see Beaches get remade. I think there's some – you could make a modern twist with it with like the current war that we're in sure. and USO shows. And I, I think it would be very relatable. Um, I think that would go well. Okay. Yeah. I How could, about I you, could, John? I why? Why does Hollywood do so many drugs? And now that the princess, the amazing princess bride, has already been made, what's next? What's well, what's what are your other favorite movies? Well, I, I think people do drugs because they again because they fucking. I mean, the main reason I do drugs is because I fucking can. You, you know, now obviously being unemployed, I'm gonna have less <laughs> access to financial situations that'll be able to afford drugs. But that's not the point. I've it's not like I've haven't sucked a dick for cocaine before. Or I'll do it again. I don't care. Release um, the tape. Right. <laughs> 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 right, right. I forgot to mention the the sex tape that that uh, we did was was actually it was just me. I mean, the Demetria wasn't it. It was just me beating <laughs> off in a corner. Um, <clears throat> no, I I think if if we're gonna keep remaking movies, we need to we need to put a new twist on them. So I want to see something mm. like, um, if you can remake it, remake it with like the Muppets, right? Like do I do like Schindler's List with the Muppets? I mean, mm. sit here. I mean, like Elmo could be Elmo would obviously be. Oscar Schindler, you know, like, hey, uh, <laughs> do if I can. Elmo wants to save the Jews, you know, something. <laughs> guys, yeah, come on. Right, right. Follow me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I, I feel God. like that. I feel like that could work. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I, I told you at the beginning of this episode. I'm going to see what it would take to get me canceled. Muppets made uh, Scrooge better. That's true. I, I thought that was better than the original <laughs> Disney that's, Scrooge. That's I was like, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, done with that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like the Muppets, you're right, can make anything better. So if we're going to do remakes, I say we bring back the Muppets. I think they have to do um, do something like that. Maybe, maybe not right. Maybe not Schindler's List. Maybe that's a, a step too far. But <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's definitely dark. <laughs> all right. Are you ready for my next question? Yeah, let's let's move on. <laughs> yeah, so I saw I saw this posted the other day and um still unsure of a school year, right? Uh we right. don't know if our kids my kids are gonna go back to school or not. So what should I get at Target? School clothes or more alcohol so I can teach my children? Well, I mean <sighs> David, I, I don't know if you and I have ever talked before, but I, I feel like that's that's kind of a redundant question if you're asking me. Like, I mean, <laughs> one goes with the other, <laughs> right? I mean, first of all, yeah, obviously you need to buy um, more alcohol. That's that's the key. I mean, that, you, that, that always comes first. Dude, I don't know if I ever told you this. This this happened. I want to say probably four or five months ago now. This is uh, sh shortly before uh, everything was was shut down. Um, but I was in Meyer grocery store, right? And um, I went to, I went to go get a few different things, uh, some supplies for some uh, things that I was working on around the the apartment. I went to buy booze, obviously. So so I go, I buy uh, a fifth of of Jim Beam, right? Um, and then I cut across the uh, store to go buy um, some some supplies. So I bought like um, like duct tape and, and different things of of that nature. Well, then I realized I needed to buy more groceries, which was still on the other side, back on the other side again. So I had to cross back over. 
but the problem is I, I wasn't thinking. So I, I, instead of going around, I cut through the middle. Well, the middle of the store is the children's clothing section. So, I, so I'm walking through the children's clothing section, carrying Jim Beam and duct tape. And, uh, <laughs> gotta be honest, not the Ooh, best. You got look. some looks. Not the best look I've ever admire. had. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a rough time. <laughs> yeah, you you have to do Meyer in patches. Right. And right. never go down the middle unless I have my daughters with me. Right. I, I figured that out pretty <laughs> pretty fucking quick. Not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> I'm just glad, like my dad. I'm glad we didn't have COVID around when I was a kid, because I asked my dad, you know, "Hey, daddy, why is the sky blue?" And he's like, "Cause God loves the infantry." You know, Shut <laughs> up with your stupid questions. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, where did that come from? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I guess I'll have to get ready to homeschool. I, maybe I can get a certificate and you know, branch my consulting business into teaching. Who knows? I like it. I like it. I, I think that's the plan. And honestly, I mean, let's let's be real. The the best teachers we ever had were all, uh, you know, all the ones that were always hungover anyway. They just, you know, too hungover to teach. They just threw on a video. Those were the best days at school, <laughs> you, you know. So, I think those I th were the best days. I think you know that's uh, you got a winning combo right there, David. I can press play. <laughs> I can press play. <laughs> that will be my new company slogan. Hire us. We can press play. Let's get back into politics now that we've gotten away from oh. it a little bit. Um, now, David, obviously, you know, uh, our uh, Lord and Master Savior, President Trump. Oh. Uh, yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> now, he's not doing well in the polls right now. And he's, Good. it's, you know, thank God, right? And there's a distinct possibility that if, if the Democrats don't once again, you know, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, uh, that, that, uh, right, that he may lose. And there is talk right now that if his polling gets even worse and, and he, he looks and thinks he might lose, that he might drop out. So my question to you, David, is hmm. if, if he drops out, who would they use, who would they put in his place, if anybody? So I researched this and because um, I was actually kind of, when you posed that question, I was like, that is a really good question. So if it happens before the Republican National Convention, they can select another candidate, which would most likely be the already sitting Vice President Mike Pence. If it happens yeah. after the Republican National Convention, the convention won't reconvene to vote somebody in. So it automatically go to the sitting Mike Pence. So that's kind of a win win for the country because nobody likes him either. That's that's true. I mean, the you know, but again, we've I keep, we've talked about this before. I mean, you know, it, Donald Trump is is a truly immoral person. I think there's no doubt about that. I, again, that's not even a political statement. I think it's just a, a, a statement of a fact. He's not a moral person. Uh, but neither is Mike Pence. And the difference between the two of them, mm. though, is that it, at least Mike Pence is competent. You know, Donald Trump is just kind of fly by the seat of his pants, does whatever it thinks is going to be right in the moment. Mike Pence is cold and calculating and um, and, and honestly, I think is, is even potentially a, a bigger danger to, to the country. So um, I, I would be more scared of, of, of him taking that position and then potentially winning because I think he 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 has all of the things that. Um, conservative truly conservative extreme right-wing type people 
like. You know, he's very anti-gay, very uh, anti-abortion, uh, very, very, very conservative, extreme conservative on a lot, you know, social issues. Um, but he doesn't come with the baggage of, you know, it's not a, it's not a plug your nose and and or hold your nose and vote for him type of situation because you actually like him as a person in that in that sense. So that mm. to me, he becomes more dangerous. Um, that being said. Uh, uh, again, if if that does happen, I think they should go the uh, the alternate route and and select a Muppet. I think if we had Muppets, <laughs> it, what about it, Vermin Supreme? <laughs> Vermin Supreme would be great, man. Although he's basically a Muppet as is, but uh, yeah, no, I don't know. But like, like one, yeah. right? I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, first of all, I mean, nobody takes the Republicans seriously anymore, anyway. So why not take a Muppet? But like Big Bird, you know, Republicans do. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not not the point. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, like Big Bird, for instance, he's got all the the same posture as Trump, so you've got that. You know, uh, yeah, he just kind of sticks. <laughs> it. Yeah, he, he can't really, he can't really walk. You know, he's very uh, clumsy, and um, you know, Instead like. Of Instead of the debates, they should have those two old puppets in the theater. Instead of Trump and Biden, just put those two muppets. Yeah. Nobody would know the difference. Literally, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, this seems about right." There's right. cartoons on. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, it's it's basically the same thing anyway. I mean, you've got um, I mean, what's what's the orange muppet? Uh, Emily or whatever her name is, the little um, the one I on know Sesame a lot about Street. Muppets, man. I've led a very weird life. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know, but like, uh, you know, Cookie Monster obviously would be the the health and human services director, uh, clearly, <laughs> you know. Uh, he would f fit right in with the Republican platform, uh, you know. Um, let's see here. Uh, you know, you've got Oscar the Grouch. He could, he could obviously Secretary be- Secretary of Defense. Secretary of Defense. Uh, you know, yes. sec yeah, Secretary of, of Homeland Security, anything of that nature. He's very good with, with that because um, nobody likes him. And so- um, Snuffleupagus as a vice president, you know, kind of stumbles oh. a lot, not expected to do much. I'm with that. I like it. And, and, most, pe <laughs> and most of the time people don't know that he exists anyway. So <laughs> it's perfect. I like it's a it. very I, Muppet heavy episode. A very Muppet heavy episode, but I, but I, I, I don't give a shit. I think I'm onto something here. I think I'm, I think I'm onto something here. I like so, it. It's funny. Uh, so, I like it. Yeah. What about you? I mean, so I did the research on it. Um, who would you like to see? And like, cause there's gotta be decent Republican people what? out there. Like what if they, what if the convention does come together? I just told says, you, my you know, answer. we're going to, I just told you. My oh yeah. Muppet, Muppets. But, but like, what, do you have a real answer? No, this is a comedy podcast. This is, <laughs> I mean, I'm not here to give real insightful answers. I'm not smart enough for that. I'm here to. Then we vote Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Fuck. That's that's a hold your nose and vote if I have to do it. But good Christ. Um, I'd vote yeah. for him over Trump. That's. I mean. That's that's fair. That's fair. I like it. Yeah. Very very muppety. Very muppety. Uh, <laughs> you want to stay on politics? Let's let's stay on politics. You got you got one more. I got one more for you. Right. So, speaking of politics, and right. which Muppet would Biden pick as his VP? Which Muppet? Which Muppet? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh. And then followed by his real pick for VP. His real pick. Uh, so I, I think um, you know I, I'm trying to think, and, and maybe this is just my my own. Uh, bias thinking but i can't think of oh no who is who is um who is 
uh, is it Grover's sister? Do you know who I'm talking about? She's on the Sesame yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah, Lisa or something like that. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, he's gonna. He's, about he, Grover. Yeah. yeah. He said he's gonna. He said he's gonna pick a woman. So it would have to be, oh. you know, it would have to be one of the the female. I mean, Miss Piggy, uh, obviously, was would be uh, be an option. Um, you know, I, I think Miss hmm. Miss Piggy would would work. I mean, she's very. Uh, she's very strong. Very strong. Very strong. Uh, feminist type and uh would, would keep biting in his place i mean god knows if he even attempted to to touch her inappropriately she'd knock the hell out of him karate chop him real quick you know um, well he wouldn't be able to talk to her that's that's true that's true without his wife present you're, you're that's not creepy that you're thinking of pence oh shit i am <laughs> this is why this is why i don't talk seriously about politics because i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> Well, we just proved why we should never have political questions on our podcast. <laughs> right. Um, no, I, I guess, yeah, Miss Piggy would have to be my answer. But if he was actually going to pick somebody, um, I think he would have to pick somebody who is kind of the anti-Pence. So what, what do we know about Pence? He's very, uh, again, very uptight. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably uh, certainly doesn't do any drugs that we know of. Very, you know, uh, probably doesn't drink. Um, you know, is very, you know, anti-gay and anti-woman so i think you need somebody who's the opposite of that you need somebody who is an alcoholic possible drug addict uh very pro-gay and and also very pro uh women doing whatever the hell they want to do i'm going with karen walker from will and grace uh i think that's gonna be my option oh great one yeah yeah i I love it because i would love to see first of all i'd love to see her uh debate uh mike pence i think that would be an entertaining uh, debate. Uh, you know, if, if she could, with a martini in her hand, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and that so, voice. Right. She doesn't really sound like that. No, in real life, no. Uh, Megan Mullally, no. But I, I, yeah. I do, I do think that would be entertaining. So that's that's what I'm going to go with. I'm, I'm going Karen Walker with uh, from Will and Grace. I like it. That's a great pick. Oh, so honey. From... <laughs> <laughs> so for Muppets, I'm going to go with Abby Cadabby from Sesame Street. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love Abby Cadabby. She's high energy, right? right. Brings right. energy because Biden's old. So you got to bring that, somebody who's a little bit younger, a little bit feistier into the mix. So I, I like Abby Cadabby. I think yeah. she's got a lot to like offer. It. She's a problem solver, um, uses true. her wand well. That's so, true. Yeah. And it was my kid's favorite Muppet growing up. So I'm down with that. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> For a realistic pick, I, I really hope it's T- Tammy Duckworth. Um, I think she's phenomenal. If you don't know who she is, Google her. She's a badass. Love her. I will. I will have. So yeah, tell me about Tammy Duckworth. I, I know, like, I know the name. I think she. I'm assuming, from what I recall, she was former military. Is that correct? Yeah, she's a uh, double amputee. So right. she is of. Um, I I don't know what the. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the term, but anyway, she's awesome. Just look her up. Wikipedia her. She's a badass. Um, I just think Biden has a better chance to pick a pick a better cabinet i think if i was biden i'd be like look at all the people that got quit and fired like you can't tra- <laughs> like this guy would suck at dodgeball picking in, right like he, right. he'd lose half his team you're like oh that's, un- that's unfortunate <laughs> no, i mean he would uh he couldn't pick a dodgeball team let alone a cabinet so i say that's fair pick the president that can fill out a decent cabinet with decent human beings and not everybody okay. that would quit so Perfect. I like it. I like Boom, it. Boom. We nailed it. That's the last political question, right? I think so because I mean, again, honestly, 
I mean, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I will make jokes all day long. I have no problem doing that, but I, I don't know enough about politics. I'm a, I'm a fucking comic. I'm an idiot. I don't know. We got to stretch fuck. ourselves, John. This is us right. stretching ourselves. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, David. Well, I do have one, one last uh, question for you, sir. And, and then, uh, then we can uh, get on to our, our final jokes of the, the evening after, after that. Um, oh boy. I, I think you have, you may have seen this, that uh, a lot of advertisers such as like Starbucks, Pepsi, things of, of that nature are, uh, they are with holding and withdrawing some of their advertising, pausing a lot of their advertising on, on Facebook and uh, possibly some other places as well uh, because of specifically of, of because of Facebook's uh, inability to better police some of their more extreme content that's, that's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they pull back their advertising, uh, obviously that's Facebook's biggest form of revenue other than selling all of our personal details. Data. Um, to personal, the right, exactly. But, <laughs> but I mean, other than that, advertising is their, their biggest form of, of income. Yes. So uh, the, if that happens, number one, I mean, what do you think will happen? Will, will there be a, a paywall to Facebook or will Facebook have to shut down? And what would that look like? Is there a possibility for uh, a post-Facebook or a post-social media world? And, and what would that look like? Or would it morph into something else? I mean, I, I'm curious to your thoughts on that. I would love a post-social media world. I think we all would. I think I spent a little too much time on the social medias. Um, but that being said, I, I, mm-hmm. I think one or two major companies boycotting it is not going to make a dent. It's not going to make the impact that a lot of people think it's going to make. It's not going to drive change. You'd have to have 10 to 15 Fortune 500 companies pull out to make them feel the pain, to make their shareholders feel the pain, because with every Coke or Pepsi uh, lost, you you have another person up to to take that spot. And we're, I mean, we're talking millions of dollars, not billions. So Uh, that's, that's, that's fair. But I, I I think, honestly, I think, if, if as they're doing this, I think other companies are going to f- follow suit. And I mean, you've seen this, we've seen this happen um, like on, on Fox news, for instance, right. Mm. Um, a lot of times they are, excuse me, a little more controversial in, in their, especially in some of their um, social commentary and their, their opinion shows. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of times when they, those controversies happen, advertisers pull out. So you've got like your, your Laura Ingrams and your Sean Hannity's and things of that nature who, don't have a lot of advertisers left. I think that's, you're going to see the same thing on, on Facebook. Uh, like Facebook after in probably another six months is going to be just like the, my pillow guy. And, you know, <laughs> my perfect pillow, my perfect pillow. <laughs> and, and maybe a couple of advertisements here and there for, you know, you know, lubricated catheters, you know, I think other than that could be a market. That, I mean, Facebook right. is getting older. Right. I think that, yeah, that's fair. I think the, you know, the market for Facebook is starting to, you're right, skew a little bit older anyway. So I think that's, uh, that's what we're going to start seeing, you know? Um, it's interesting, but I mean, what do you think about a post Facebook, post Facebook world or a post social media world? Like as comics, how do we get out there? Sure. Well, I mean, I, I, I think there will always be some form of social media. So if, even if let's say somehow Facebook does go away, uh, the the internet is is here forever. So I mean, MySpace went away, right? Uh, and and Facebook took its place. Uh, I think eventually something will take Facebook's place. And you, you're looking already at like your Twitters and your TikToks Instagram. and Instagrams. Uh, those things are you know starting to slowly take its its place as well. So uh, I think social media will always be here. And and 
if somehow, which would be wonderful, uh, social media went away completely. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it, I mean, the main thing it's going to change is that we're going to have to start screaming our opinions at each other in, in person. Um, oh, heaven forbid. Dialogue. You know, dialogue. Real actual <laughs> conversation, you know. Um, can't have that. Keyboard warriors. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but but I, no, I, 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 think, I think it could uh, – I think I, in that way it would be, be beneficial, obviously. But uh, in terms of uh, getting, you know, getting our, our names out there as, as comics and things of that nature, I mean, we'll do what, what people did 20 years ago, you, you know. Um, just go out there and fucking be good at your job, and and people will will what? come. I know it's a strange concept. What? Uh, now, now we got to be good. <laughs> now we got to actually be good too. Not you know not you know you don't have to. It should always be the goal, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right. You you know instead of being just a Facebook comedian or a Twitter comedian, you actually have to go out and and be good on stage. Uh, oh. So that that would be a actually would be a positive change as well. Now that I think that would it would be a great positive change. <laughs> so, I love it. Um, yeah. So. That's I, I think overall I, I don't see any downside to getting rid of social media. I like it. So that's where that's where I stand. Um, we nailed it, and I know the listeners at home probably can't feel this because John's going to do a, a tremendous job editing. But I kept losing internet connection all throughout this episode. So if it seems choppy or if I like lost steam halfway through, <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating. John did such a nice job, and I was like, but I came back from one of them, and I'm like staring into them i'm like oh, i've the got rules I, against us man <laughs> dude i've got a, i need to th- this is the greatest picture i've ever seen this is this is you if you can see that i can't see it oh it's, damn it's, it's so bad it's even blurring me out oh it's the, I, <laughs> this is gonna be my new facebook profile pictures no just please this, don't just this picture of you going <laughs> <laughs> so. of, let's get to the joke let's get to the ha-has the ha-has the final jokes of the evening <laughs> Uh, David, I'm going to let you lead off on this one. All right. Thank you, sir. So as our listeners have known, and as you know, I had poison ivy. Um, I thought it started off as a heat rash, so I didn't treat it as such. So it spread. So it spreads my arms, spreads my stomach, and also spread to my penis area. And I don't know if anybody else uh, knows this, but as soon as you get um, poison ivy on your penis, it itches. And every time you go to itch it, it gets hard. And so <laughs> the only way to prevent the spread is to not touch it. But then when it's hard, you want to touch it. Now it just looks like an angry underwater plant. Right. Um, I thought like <laughs> trimming the edges would help with that. It, it, it just looks angrier. I don't know what I did. It looks bigger though too. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, not as big as, as, as others, but big enough for me. So, I mean, you know, you, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you the, the video that, that we took here shortly. David. <laughs> you will you, not show me that video. And then you can Debbie see what. will not let you share that video. She as would, she would so. kill me. Right. Which yes. is why she, again, why she hasn't sent it to me yet. She knows better. To, <laughs> she, she knows, <laughs> like I would never intentionally post it on the internet. I'm not that, that, uh, you know, vicious, but, uh, I, I, like, Hey Demi. David will send a picture of his poison ivy penis if you let him watch the video for a few minutes. <laughs> right, exactly. She she knows I would just get drunk, and and you know try and show it to my friends at bars, just not not thinking about the fact that that she might not like that for some reason. You know, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> I I know you play the evil side of things, but you're deep down, John's a good dude. You I, wouldn't do that. I did with her with her permission once. Uh, and to a blind guy, 
Oh, yeah, I give you permission to show Chad Schultz my poison ivy penis too. There you go. Okay. okay. In fact, he's All the right. only one that can see that stupid profile picture that you just posted. Perfect. That you just All took right. of me. He's the only one that can see that. You're Perfect. welcome, Chad Schultz. <laughs> All right. What's your final joke, bud? All right. So here is my final joke of the the evening, David. Um, uh, obviously, I know you're you're a big fan of of baseball. Um, I love baseball. Yep. Let's fucking go bats. Um, (laughs) (laughs) say that was with as much enthusiasm as I can. Um, but, uh, the baseball is starting up the the new season to, uh, to celebrate the new season. They, uh, they actually have, uh, this was also the, uh, 100th, 100th anniversary of the Negro league. Uh, and so a lot of people, which is great. Right. And so there have been a lot of people that have been, uh, especially celebrities posting videos in in tribute, a lot of uh, former and current, uh, baseball players posting tribute, uh, including as well. Uh, all four former living U.S. presidents have posted tribute videos, which again I thought was really cool. Uh, but then I thought about it, and then I realized, if we're being honest, like pretty sure the only reason George W. Bush uh, made a tribute video was because he got to say the word "negro" without getting in trouble. So, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, and he owned a baseball team right. too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying. George George W. Bush is is racist. I, th- I like I think he's he's kind of one of those like not intentionally racist type of guys. Uh, you know what I mean? In all seriousness, like he's he's one of those like like you're like subtle, like subtle, or you know <laughs> not intentionally racist. Kind of like 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 your old like like your ninety year old grandma, right? Who who you know asks the her neighbor to uh, to help. Uh, her grandson with his math homework because quote your people are good at that sort of thing uh, and then the, and then the neighbor has to be like that's great but listen lady I'm not Chinese I'm Mexican you know um, <laughs> so I, I I think he's that kind of like not intentionally racist just not as as cultured as, as he could be or should be and uh, you know so again I, I could be wrong about that but no I think you're 100% right he's the kind of guy who would like own a restaurant right. and then for like you know, Black Awareness Month or Black Appreciation Month, he would put on like the word, like he would put like what you would expect on the menu. Um, like a local restaurant did that. And I went with one of my black friends and right. he looked at the menu. He goes, what kind of racist stuff is this? <laughs> and I read it and I was like, oh, that's, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 he's like, how come steak isn't on here? How come steak is not on here? <laughs> George. Like, <laughs> George W. Bush is like the Michael Scott of presidents. I think. Mm. I think that's that's the way to to. That's the perfect it. yes. Um, you know, and and then um, Donald Trump. I I don't even think there is a comparison for him, but he's he's the Michael Scott of presidents, and that's I'll, I'll stick by that. So, um, <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, Dick Cheney would certainly be Dwight Schrute if we're being perfectly honest. Like, let's you know, he fits all the the categories. So. Um, all right, David. Well, I like I think, the office comparisons way more than the Muppet comparisons, by the way. I do too. I think, I think they work. Um, <laughs> so I, 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 there we go, David. Uh, we've made it through we another it. episode. Very happy. Uh, we will see if, uh, anything I've said this, uh, this episode finally gets me canceled. Uh, you there's know, only three things that I think would really hold water. All right, good. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens when this gets out. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> If if it does, you know, it's been good doing business with you. Uh, if not, uh, whatever. I don't give a shit. They're all jokes. And if you take it seriously, you're a fucking moron. Exactly. We're having um, a good time, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Let's let's rock this stuff. All right. Uh, well, David, again, as always, it has been a pleasure talking to you, my friend. 
again, if if you get the chance, uh, please listen to our bonus episode this week. We have a, a fantastic uh, guest coming up. It's going to be uh, wonderful to listen to. Um, before we get out of here, uh, David, uh, do you want to run your socials and uh, anything you may have coming up? I think they know our socials, but I'm Chubby Guy Mafia Comedy on Insta, DST79 on Twitter. And then we have a nice show, really great show coming up at JB Whiskey's July 7th. So that's the first Tuesday right after a great time celebrating and hanging out with family cut loose at jb whiskeys we just had our first mic there it gets packed but we're all socially distant so it's spread out so we had about 40 or 50 people out there but we were really good about social distancing really good about sanitizing the mics everybody had a really great time come out be part of the show we'd love to have you and how about you john absolutely uh, so, uh, again, you can always find me uh, at the John Batch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I, I did enjoy the JB Whiskey show. Uh, I, I'll be honest. Like, I, I ate shit that night. I'll, I'll be I'll – be, Oh, so did I. You know, um, I, I did I, – I, you know, I sandwiched things, right? So I, I did some stuff that I do worked, and then I tried some new stuff uh, and that didn't do well. Uh, and then I, I closed with stuff that I knew would work, so it could kind of bring the audience back well. a little bit. Yeah. Right, and did well. Um, but I gotta ask, that's the most exciting thing for me is is when I I completely bomb on completely new material because the best bits that I have, the best jokes that I have now are the ones that completely ate shit the mm-hmm. first time I did them. You know, um, so the ones that kind of worked pretty well the first few times I did them, and you know, they're still good and they're still funny, but they're not my favorite bits necessarily. Right. Um, so having that opportunity to rework them is, is very exciting. So I, I am going to be reworking them at a couple of open mics uh, coming up. Uh, that'll be at the, uh, I'll be at the, the Y bar in Kalamazoo on July 5th. Uh, at, I'll see uh, you there. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and at uh, Parrot's Lounge in Holland uh, on July 9th. Um, I'll also see you there. Awesome. And then I will be also <laughs> at, uh, let's see here. Uh, I, I've got a show or a, a a mic coming up on the 15th. I, I just have that. It's, it's Tom Swan's room. I don't know if you know him. I just have. That. I know Tom. Yeah. I, I don't know what, I don't know offhand what name uh, of the, the venue. I just have it as Tom Swan. I think room, it's Tiki Lounge. Tiki Lounge. Right, right, right. Yep. Uh, so that'll be working out new material. Come check that out. Uh, but if you want to see stuff that uh, already works, uh, <laughs> I will be at uh, the uh, Catawba Island Brewing Company uh, tonight on July 2nd. Uh, headlining the showcase there. I will be at the Red Rooster Tavern. Uh, on July 11th uh, at the Harbor Cinema in Muskegon on July 25th. And let's see, I know I had one more. I will be, oh, uh, on uh, the on August 7th, I will be at the Kava House here in Grand Rapids. Uh, wow. Doing their, uh, their dirty showcase. So uh, that will be fun as well. Uh, Heck so, yeah, book those shows, Mr. Unemployed. Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you can also follow the, sh- the show here, obviously. Uh, uh, you can contact us uh, at goodevilpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Facebook uh, at goodvsevil, uh, on Instagram at goodvsevilpodcast, I believe. Uh, yes. And again, uh, uh, you can uh, email us as well. So we would love to hear from you, uh, especially after Interact this week's episode. Yeah. We love it. Um, yeah. Talk about your favorite Muppets and which one should be in which political uh, standings. <laughs> <laughs> I picked Abby Cadabby. That's good. Oh, that's funny. Uh, David, as always, this has been a pleasure, sir. I, I really do enjoy doing this with you. This has been fun. Uh, this is, once again, Good versus Evil, a comic discussion of the end times.
As always, I'm the good side of things, David Steves. And I am clearly the evil side, John Patch. <laughs> uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Toodles, bitches!